following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Happy Friday. You are listening to another episode of Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them. I am your host, Kyle Ranney. I am by myself again this week. Got a lot going on as we get into the early part of the summer. Uh, today, we are going to dive into the way too early discussions regarding the fantasy football top 10 per position. On this episode, we will actually break down defenses, which we generally do not. But uh, I figured it's about time we're going to hit that wall, so we might as well start discussing what you can expect and what's going to happen here. Um, starting off on the quarterback position, the top-ranked quarterback, Mr. Josh Allen. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, Justin Herbert. Number four, Kyler Murray. Number five, Lamar Jackson. Number six, Joe Burrow. Number seven, Aaron Rodgers. Number eight, Matt Stafford. Number nine, Jalen Hurts. Number 10, Dak Prescott. Pretty elementary in terms of quarterbacks. Um, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, I feel like have to be your top three. That's not a bad route there. Kyler Murray. Um, this one, I guess, to me, I feel like you you could see, and I feel like a lot of people are going to see him in that like six to eight range. We've seen Kyler Murray as the top guy. Beginning of last year, he was the best quarterback in the league. He comes back from injury. He is not the quarterback anymore. Um, it, the, the main question being, does he come back without De, uh, DeAndre Hopkins? Is he going to produce at the same level? Is he worth that fourth pick? I'd probably draft him a little lower. Lamar Jackson, he's definitely a top 10 quarterback, but to me, he's 8-10. to 10. He's my worst case scenario. He's a guy that I don't want. I know he has the upside of a runner and a and a passer. I'm taking Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford well before I take him. Jalen Hurts, um, probably the only one I would say I don't love in the top ten. Not that I hate Jalen Hurts. I, you know, I think Philly hates Jalen Hurts, and that scares me. Yes, you get that rushing upside, but he he has some ugly passing games. If I'm gonna take somebody from outside and put him there, it's probably Russell Wilson, but the ugly shots, Derek Carr. Um, I'll tell you who I don't like in the top 13 is Trey Lance at 13. That's a real thing. I don't know who's building him up to be that high of a player. I'm taking Brady, Carr, Mac Jones, Matt Ryan, Trevor Lawrence, Jameis Winston, all before I'm taking any stock in Trey Lance. Um, But a a real interesting start to begin with. We're going to go running back next. Um, I think it's pretty simple. You can guess who would be your running back number one. These are pro football focus rankings, by the way. Running back number one is Jonathan Taylor, as he should be, well-deserved. Number two is Derrick Henry. 
Number three is Osnackler. Number four is Najee Harris. Number five is Christian McCaffrey. Number six is Delvin Cook. Number seven is Nick Chubb. Number eight is Alvin Kamara. Number nine is Javante William. Number 10 is DeAndre Swift. I mean, my first biggest issue here is that Joe Mixon is not in this list. Joe Mixon, to me, could slot in above Alvin Kamara, Javante William, and DeAndre Swift. Possibly be able to take a crack, a crack at the top five here, um, which makes me feel very comfortable going into fantasy drafts this year. I'm being a late guy to get somebody like a Joe Mixon. and uh, I mean, shit, give me a Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift at that swing, and I'm a happy camper. Give me a Nick Chubb and a Joe Mixon at that sw- in that switch, and I'm even happier. Um, and mind you, it's not that I dislike DeAndre Swift. I don't dislike Alvin Kamara, but these guys are so high up there with so much uncertainty. DeAndre Swift is a is a real question mark. Can he stay healthy? We already heard his coach, Deuce Staley, kind of publicly trashing him, the running backs coach there. Like, you know, just because you're injured doesn't mean you're hurt. You got to play through it. Um, Alvin Kamara, how much is he going to see? He's facing serious charges off the field. Um, Christian McCaffrey, he's fifth. You know, a lot of people, bitch, they don't want to see him there. But let's be fair. We know the talent outweighs that. When he's healthy, he is damn good. If he comes back as healthy Christian McCaffrey, he easily can boot as a top three, and you're getting him at five. Delvin Cook, the epitome of consistency. Nick Chubb, you know he's going to run for a million yards. Javante William, I like that in the top ten a lot more before they re-sign Melvin Gordon. With Melvin Gordon there, I think he tumbles. He's like a top 15 pick. I mean, he's still ahead of you know Antonio Gibson, Zeke Elliott, J.K. Dobbin. Uh, Dobbin just has to prove what he's got. It's a weird year for running backs, though. Um, I just... Jonathan Taylor deserved. Austin, or Derrick Henry deserved. Yes, he was not necessarily the same running back in the playoffs, but he came back very fast from that injury. Probably should not have come back so fast. They thought it was a season under. Austin Eckler. You gotta wonder if Isaiah Spiller's gonna cut into some of those rushing attempts, but I still think he's gonna be a touchdown machine there. Najee Harris scares me at four. I will say that. Um, The talent is there. It's off the charts. Anybody who listened to us during last year's draft prep knows we loved him. This year with a lackluster offensive line and a question mark at quarterback, yeah, I know they had that last year with Ben, but at least you had to fear Ben and respect Ben. He was a veteran. You're going to Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. And I'm not saying that those two won't succeed. But to think Najee's going to have to be a top four just because of their their quarterback, I'm not buying that completely. Onward to receiver here. Uh, your top ten at receiver, definitely a bit of a interesting run here. Number one, Cooper Cup. Two, Justin Jefferson. Three, Jamar Chase. Four, Devontae Adam. Five, Stephon Diggs. Six, Debo Samuel. Seven, CeeDee Lamb. Eight, Tariq Hill. 9, A.J. Brown, and 10, Mike Evans. This one's tough because in terms of talent, you probably have the correct guys here. Um, CeeDee Lamb, you know, we know he's supremely talented. We saw what he did in training camp. He has to piece it all together. Debo Samuel scares me for regression purposes. You got that much talent last year. And, yes, I'm not saying Debo's not talented, but is San Fran's coaching staff talented enough to keep him relevant in this way it's it's a weird niche role and there's no guarantee that it's going to be pretty um aj brown with philly 
I love AJ Brown's talent, but that doesn't mean that Philly's going to be the most supreme spot. He has to prove he can take over as a number as a team's number one. I think you could easily slot Deontay Johnson and Jalen Water Jalen Waddle up into that top list on a reel. Tariq Hill scares me up there. The talent isn't gone. The quarterback is. Um, and I, the reason that's why I would put Jalen Waddle out there is Tariq Hill thrives on the deep ball. That's not really a way that you're going to win games with Tua. Uh, I don't care what he says about the accuracy. The accuracy might be great short. He's not throwing very often over th- over 20 yards. He can run those long routes all day if he wants to be a team player. But if he wants to be a me, me, me guy, that's going to benefit, uh, I guess, Jalen Waddle. Kind of. If he starts playing me, 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 it's gonna it's gonna disrupt the whole team. If he's gonna be a team guy, and eventually like, oh, you know, I'll get mine. Uh, Jalen Waddle's gonna feast underneath. <laughs> Deontay Johnson, I know, I just I just hated on uh, a little bit hated on you know Najee Harris, but I think that Deontay Johnson just continues to prove that he's a very very good route runner and a very good wide receiver, and he was hampered a little by Ben's lack of ability to place that ball last year. I think with just an upgrade of accuracy, Deontay's numbers still continue to go up. Um, but yeah, receiver's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, You can't argue Cooper Cup, especially after the year he had. Justin Jefferson's continuing to get better, and he's only entering year three. Jamar Chase, I feel like maybe you can put him a little lower just because we all have seen that sophomore slump. It's usually a real thing. I guess you can't say it's all the time because... Justin Jefferson sure shit didn't have it, um, but I mean, it is. It's gonna be tough. Like everybody went in last year, going, "All right, do we cover Tyler Boyd? Do we cover T. Higgins?" I think you have to lock on Jamar Chase this year. Devonte Adams is a guy who, for all purposes, being at four, could slide a one by the end of this whole situation here. Stephon Diggs, you know what you're getting. It's gonna be consistent. Yes, he's gonna lose some targets to Gabriel Davis, but he'll still finish as a top ten guy. Um, but onward to the tight end position. An interesting uh, group of 10 here. Uh, starting at one, Travis Kelsey. Number two, Mark Andrews. Number three, George Kittle. Number four, Kyle Pitts. Number five, Darren Waller. Number six, TJ Hawkinson. Number seven, Dallas Goddard. Number eight, Dawson Knox. Number nine, Pat Fairmuth. And number 10, Dalton Schultz. Um... I think that's probably the best bet of how to put it, and I love me some Mike Gusecki who's at 11, but Fairmuth's got the higher upside of that whole group. Again, rookie quarterback situation. He's going to see passes in his way, and he was not given the keys until about week six or seven last year, and he still finished very well. Uh, Dawson Knox, high-powered offense. You can't knock that. Dallas Godert showed he has chemistry. Um, He's good with Jalen Hurts, so at least that's one guy you know Jalen Hurts likes to throw at. Hawk, Waller, Pitts, Kittle, Andrews, Kelsey. That's the six elite tight ends. You can't argue that. Pitts might make a run to finish at two at some point this year. We know he's going to be the guy, and he's going to continue to get better. Uh, but I think Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, you have to respect them as one and two. George Kittle's always going to be three when, as long as he's healthy, and that same goes for Darren Waller. Um, tight end's kind of a, uh, a layout. I know Dal- Dalton Schultz could follow that if he decides to hold out. I truthfully don't think he will. Um, but other than that, like there's you've got your options, but I think that's that is your your head on. Those are your guys. Um and we'll finish it up here before we get underway. Defense. 
The first-ranked defense, the Buffalo Bills. Second-ranked, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Third, LA Rams. Fourth, Indianapolis Colts. Fifth, the San Fran 49ers. Sixth, the New Orleans Saints. Seventh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Eighth, the Miami Dolphins. Ninth, the Tennessee Titans. Tenth, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not going to talk about who I don't think should be in there as much as who I think should get jumped in there. Um, I'm looking at Team 12 and 13 being the Chargers and Packers. The Packers, yes, I know that they've lost some players, but they continue to be top end. Even the Ravens down the list have built a lot of young talent on the D or on the uh, on the defensive line who are under low contracts to bolster a very expensive secondary. Uh, and the Chargers had a solid secondary last year. They go sign J.C. Jackson. They have Khalil Mack, and they've got Joey Bosa. The Chargers should have one of the best defenses in the league. Um, I don't see the Browns being up there. I don't really love the Cowboys being up there. The Titans, I don't really understand. I know they're a good scoring defense, but they allow a lot of yards. Um, Miami's defense is going to be super scary, and I say that in a bad way. Yes, the defense has all the talent that you could ask for. How long until they're too tired to continue because they had Tua who couldn't keep them off the field? Um... But, I mean, that's that's it. Those are the top 10s from Pro Football Focus. Guys, uh, very short episodes for a few weeks. We're going to be trying to piece together until uh, training camp starts. Just some fantasy blurbs, topics, and uh, just some stuff to chew on while we're in there. But uh, shout out to all of you listeners, guys who are following along, following Tiki Tribe TV. Uh, enjoy our draft content. Shout out to all of our sponsors, Jeanette at the Herapy Sessions Buffalo, Matt at Herd Dat Designs, Charlie at Renegade Studios down in Tampa or down in uh, St. Pete, Florida, and our dude Kyle with Chicken Dippin' because nothing goes better with football than chicken wings, guys. And that's right, nothing goes better with chicken wings than chicken dippin'. If you're interested to see what we're talking about, go hit him up on his Instagram at chicken underscore dippin'. Dippin', 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 D I P P I N, not dipping, sorry. Uh, and check him out online at chickendippin.com. Uh, on his website, go to cash out. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. But, guys, I think until next time, that'll do it. We'll talk to you next week, Wednesday. Jason should be back for at least those two episodes. Until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, guys. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out. <laughs>